What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here, as always, with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch, but what's there? Trap. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Nicely done, Ricky. Nicely done. It's, it's good to hear the intro again now after the live show is over. And yeah. I had to practice all week in my shower. <laughs> Yo, respect to that. Congratulations on a wonderful live show. You we, as well. Yeah, thank you everybody that came out. You guys were fantastic. That was super fun. The biggest uh, seltzer opening we've had to date. <laughs> 5,000 people in the DCU Center? Hey, 10,000? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say it's probably closer to 10. Um, people. I had to light my eyes. Some people. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody that was listening that wasn't there, we we're actually in the ship room at the Hotel Vernon. Um, so shout out to the ship room. Shout out to Hotel Vernon. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Thanks for letting us record a live podcast there. I don't know if anybody's ever done that. I don't think so. And we really confused a lot of people. They asked what genre and I would tell them talking. Yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was a lot of talking. It right? was, but I gotta tell you, it was very Worcester to get uh, hit up by Millie for some bracelets. I made sure I took the bracelet that I brought that night and I hung it in my office because that one means That's something. Awesome. Other ones I've just purchased on random Hotel Vernon nights, but yeah. this was the one from Seltzer Time. There you go. Mine, uh, where's mine? Mine's in my room, I think. Actually, it definitely is in my room. And then last night I was at Caitlin's house uh, hanging out watching Bird Box and she still had hers on her table. Walked in, I was like, wow, this is incredible. It was a special night. It was a special night. So thanks again to Caitlin and everybody. Yeah, shout out to Caitlin. Shout out to uh, Table Talk Pies for, for hooking it up and giving everybody a free pie. Um, yeah, I hope you guys went and followed that Twitter account. Just one last little check-in. Any, any other? There was a new one yesterday, which I posted. And then there was one. I missed two over the last couple of days. I'll go back and find them. Because I saw them. They tweeted yesterday. And I was like, oh, this is fresh. And it was awesome. And then... Uh, I happened to go back and I noticed there were two more. So I'll, I'll get those up probably cool. when you guys hear this episode later today. Yeah, it'll be it'll be up by that point. On that day. <laughs> um, shout out to The Organism also for playing. Yeah, dude. He was awesome. Like Ivan did awesome. Yeah, he killer. sounded great. He, I don't know, that kid is, the history there is him and I used to play in a metal band. So to watch his, just his music evolve over time, um, and kind of turned into this weird folk mixed with dub, mixed yeah. with like reggae. It's just super interesting. And it was very, very interesting. Check out his bandcamp, organism.bandcamp.com. We'll post that link up too. Yeah, so sure. give him a little love. Oh yeah, cool. Um, anything else going on? What's, how's life? Just living life and loving it per usual, my yeah. dude. It's another beautiful week in Worcester. Yeah. If I'm being yeah. honest, my face is a little congested at the moment. <laughs> the allergies, that's what I got. It's just getting warm and getting cold nonsense. Yeah. But I woke up this morning at like eight o'clock and I don't know, <laughs> close eyes basically driving my way down to, uh, not Walgreens, yeah, Walgreens, not Walmart. Trying to go to a pharmacy. No pharmacy opens up till nine. Really? I just, yeah. And I need the, I don't know, ever since those dickheads started cooking down the, the acetaminophen, or not acetaminophen, whatever's in the decongestants. Basically you can't buy decongestant anymore without a license. You have to turn over your license and they have to like, 
track down all this information because they were turning it into meth or some other type of drug. Yeah. What the hell is, I forget what it's called. Anyway, so like Claritin D, the decongestant, I can't buy that over the counter. I have to go to the pharmacy and the pharmacy didn't open up until nine and I couldn't wait that long. So I had to buy some generic and long story short, my life is hard. My face hurts and I'm grumpy about it. How are you? (laughs) Thanks, Um, Ricky. (laughs) I'm good. I'm just tired, but this coffee is helping and yeah, respect to that. Yeah, nah. We're gonna we're gonna get through this one. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Saturday mornings may not be the best time to record. I know. <laughs> this is definitely the earliest we've ever recorded. Absolutely. Most of them have been at night or sunset. There was that beautiful sunset we shared with Joe Jacobs. That was beautiful. Shout out to Joe. But yeah. Um So who do we have chilling with us this week? Today we have the legendary Lucas Therian, a.k.a. Sticky Pictures. The stickiest of pictures. Hey, hey, what's going on? Nothing. Just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling. I'm so happy you're sitting next to you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah! Long yeah, time man. listener, first time... Uh, first time caller? Well, yeah, well, first time participant. That's what we need. We need We need a call in line. Yeah, why don't you have a call in line yet? Like a We're going to start doing this live, I think. Oh, you would, yeah. Yeah, you would. Is that how that works? It'd be weird if someone called in like a week right, later. Well then you kind of leave a leave a comment. Leave we a, can answer your comments next week's show. You do like yeah. a voicemail. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be funny. That would be funny. People like call and leave voicemails. That'd be like every other radio station. True. We're stealing from Hillman. Coming for you, Greg. So, <laughs> um, so Lucas, what uh, what do you do? Um, I make art. <laughs> I don't know. I do red and blue specific art, kind of like an old school. I describe it as like a Spy Kids 3D without your glasses vibe. Spy That's Kids right. 3D. Yeah, Spy that Kids 3D without awesome. your glasses. Like the movie yeah. with Antonio Banderas. I don't know who's in it, but yeah. I just know I saw it as a kid in like the drive-in, yeah. all big. And like, you know, when you take your glasses off and it's all red and blue. I don't yeah. know. I had a weird flashback to that recently and it just worked. That is like... <laughs> See, I wish, like, imagine if you were our guest during the live show and people were like, what genre is this? And we were like, it's Spike Kids 3D without the glasses. That's, that that's been a genre. That would have been about. a great way to describe anything. Yeah, that's yeah. like my favorite thing I've ever heard in my life. You can pretty much make any connection to that movie. Hey, Ricky, what do you want for dinner? Spike Kids 3D, but without the glasses. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to work tonight. They're like, how would you describe the Hill Crimson Edwards? And I'm like, it is Spike Kids 3D without the glasses. So it's great. And they're like, I'd love to. Like, Edward is also my favorite beer. I love Wait, that Spy Kids? No. <laughs> no, the, the beer he mentioned, the Edward. Oh, Edward is a beer. Yeah. yeah. I thought Edward was a person. Yeah. No. Does I'm anyone? Sure. Well, I can't. Edward Plant. Yeah. I can't keep up with all the. There are people out there named Edward, yes. <laughs> I've heard I've heard such things. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I mean, as the man who usually pours you the Edward, I think that's, oh, that's why true. I, really, I instantly went there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, are you, are you from Worcester? Yeah, born and raised in the Burncoat area. All right. Been here my whole life. Lifer. Lifer, yeah. And then I uh, recently relocated to the Kelly Square area. Cool. Pretty close to me. Not super far. Where are you? Well, I'm on Shrewsbury. Oh, yeah. No, it's super so, yeah, close. It's, yeah. yeah. That's all right there. I like being like right in the center of everything. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. nice, convenient. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to ever live in the outskirts anymore. I used to live, I grew up in North Boston. Like, the idea oh, that's of so driving unfortunate. 15 minutes to anything Worcester is kind of weird. Oh my god, 15 minutes. Yeah, but like, I don't know, Sarah and I talk about, we had talked about one point leaving Worcester early on. I don't think we're going to leave now, but I could totally see the outskirts. Like, Jess Walsh's house is gorgeous, and I could totally see Mm. being out like that, because you get some more space out in the peripherals. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I guess like, as a, 
Right now. I'm yeah, you're young. You're, yeah. you're with it. You want to be where the party is. I get I it. I'm young, but... <laughs> yeah, I always talk about how spoiled I am in the sense that I, like, refuse to drive more than 15 minutes for food. Yeah. You yeah, like, people that drive, like, 40 minutes just to go to a restaurant, I don't get it. Yeah, it's crazy. I've never understood that. Like driving or the 15 minutes? Uh, I've never understood. Yeah, like driving in general. <laughs> what is that? No, no, no. I meant like, like driving, driving 40, 40 minutes. minutes yeah. Or the fi- yeah, okay, yeah. To I do don't anything get it. like yeah. that. Like it needs to be like a show. Right the only place I will drive a half hour to is uh, the barbecue place out in. BT's? Yeah, BT Smokehouse. Uh, dude, I would drive to Boston every single day to go to Sauce. It's like a poutine spot over by the garden. Ooh. There's a poutine spot? Oh, yeah. Dude, sauce is the All right, jam. guys, it was nice talking to you. I'm out. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's this cool little like hole in the wall type spot. Um, it, they've got a bunch of like rather chalkboard art and stuff everywhere, and then they've got like a pretty small draft list, but it's always like they're really good beers. Like they'll usually have an Oxo on, and, and just things that I love. On top of that, the poutine game is unbelievable. It's like that's what they do. They have that's like awesome. a really rad chicken sandwich kind of. It's kind of like a chicken. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a chicken sandwich, like grinder thing. I don't know. It's awesome, but the poutine is ridiculous. It's. So, I love going to. I almost want to go to every Celtics game just to go to sauce. <laughs> so good. I, it sounds delicious. It's the best. I haven't had poutine in a minute, so. Dude, sauce is the jam. I don't think I've ever had poutine. You've never had it? No. What? I had I've it for the first poutine. time in Laval, Canada, and we played in this hockey tournament up there. There you go. Oh, you went like official for your first yeah. one, so that's good. Well, yeah. I thought it was the weirdest fucking thing ever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you put the gravy and the cheese, and I'm like, come on, I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying this. Oh my god, I had this was the first place I had it, and it'd been like a decade since I had it again and now it's coming around like The Fix has it and a bunch yeah. of other spots have it to me The Fix is the best in the city right now in oh, terms of okay. poutine Armsby's okay. is really really Armsby good. has it now every once in a while like, there, there are many rotates a lot but when they have poutine on it's I had have you done a poutine tour of Worcester yet? <laughs> that's the way to tell alright we're, we're coming for you hot dog seven safari. poutines we're doing in a one day poutine Safari. Oh, a poutine parade. A poutine parade! <laughs> I, I just want to be part of it for the Holy name. Hell. We rent a raft and just take it down Main Street and huck french fries at people. <laughs> so tight. Gravy fries. Yeah. And shots of gravy. Yeah. You could also hear them called disco fries. Some places call them disco fries and they put that like shitty nacho cheese on it Ugh. instead of the cheese curds. It's, it's, it's okay. It's I'm not kind bad. of about it. There's a dish at Bocado. Um, it's not poutine. They're like, they are potatoes though. Like, little like chunks of potato they cook them and then they put this like some kind of sauce on it so it's uh was it? i forget like naomi's sister and her call it uh like coachella fries or coachella potatoes <laughs> something like that it's and they're it's still they're delicious potato potato cons i don't know how to say it she usually orders i eat them all though. they're so fucking good it <laughs> sounds good <laughs> they're awesome you know churros and piccata all day there you go so, yeah, fried dough cheese. Yeah, what? Fried dough cheese? No, fried dough cheese. <laughs> oh. Fried dough cheese sounds so good. I don't good. even know what that is. Yeah, what it is? Just sounds intriguing. <laughs> fried dough cheese? No, no. Yeah, so is it like a mozzarella stick? Kind <laughs> It's like a patty kind of of like goat cheese. They fry it and then there's like honey, um, maybe like a preserve or something. And then there might be something else, but they give you like a like sliced baguette kind of to put it on and it's... Oh. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's magnificent. 
So, yeah, good bro. So, Lucas, aside yeah, from that time we asked you over here and, <laughs> to talk about, and just talked about food, I can't eat. Yeah. Oh, you can't eat it. Gluten. Yeah, gluten free. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I like to. I still watch like cooking videos of food I can't eat all the time. Okay. I don't. know. It's still interesting to me. That's so. why I watch hockey because I want to be able to play that good. I yeah, exactly. Can't. You, know, you can't play all the sports you watch. I can't eat all the food I like. It's true. Sorry. That's the way life goes. I, was, I, was, I had no idea you could eat any of the stuff we just talked about for 10 minutes. No, I, no, I learned this. I was in there. Lucas and I have been doing a little bit of work together, and so I make sure now that I have some rice cereal in the house or some type of snack. How about them Kind Bars? Yeah. yeah. He hooks it up. Yeah, Kind I'll Bars. It's no. Kind Bars and Seltzer. That's really the quickest way to Lucas's heart. That That's I actually just all I eat. It, like yeah. Lara Bars. The kind oh bars, you give me Lara bars where it's at. I got one in my pocket now. Dude, Cinnamon roll. My brother-in-law turned vegan, and he turned me on to Lara bars because that's what That's I what I ate when I was vegan, yeah, like every day. They're so freaking good. Really? Dude, figs all day. They're the plug. Right. I didn't realize how much I like figs. Aren't they date? Oh, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. You're date. But I also like figs, too. Okay. Yeah, nothing against figs. I'm... <laughs> fig love. <laughs> I got fig bars from Trader Joe's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um, uh, so Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was uh, that was the food I could participate in the food yeah, section. So true. I'm glad. But but talking about liar bars is like the lamest food discussion ever. I will admit. So many people ask me if this podcast is about seltzer. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's just the name. Like, can't more talk about, about water poutine than anything. It's it's like true. coffee time. It's like this is the thing that initiates the conversation. Exactly. The crack of the can, anything can bubble up. Yeah. That's true. I Ooh, like that. okay. Off was that off the, that the yeah, that was off the... That was incredible. Nice. We just have a new, like, official tagline. I like it. Sick. I, I sent Ricky... All right, this is a complete aside, but I still want Ricky to battle rap Orson. So I was sitting in my apartment late the other night just writing a battle rap about LaCroix, but from the perspective of a polar bear. It's so good. It was so much fun. That's amazing. kind of want to do it. Breaking news. Yeah. Wait, how do you battle rap though? Aren't you both rapping about like how much you like polar? Like when you be rapping no, on the rapping same against, side? So it's more like a diss track. Oh, it's like a diss track for yeah, you. Okay, for okay, LaCroix. okay. It's a diss track against LaCroix. Yeah. Oh, and just whoever disses LaCroix better? No, no, I'm writing it, but I wanted Ricky to do it in yeah. his Orson voice. And, it's, and hopefully make them throw up before it's done. Yeah, Caitlin's I know, geez, that sounds aggressive. The pie star. I'll do it after the pie star closes. There's no way I can spend that much time in the book. My name is <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I could, but she's going to get real tired of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be there for that. Anyway, we'll have a lot of So, what are you working on these days, Lucas? Yeah, where are we at? Um, Just a lot of uh, portraits. Doing a lot of uh, portraits. Doing a couple jackets coming soon. Keep an eye out for that. There we go. Um, but, um, okay, so when you see portraits, I know you have like a your own kind of spin on on every portrait, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't. I got really interested in portraits because I'm not very good at drawing portraits. <laughs> and okay. yeah, and there's this Instagram account called Badly Drawn Models look it up sometime okay. and it's just someone who like really poorly draws models and like the perspectives are off it's like super simple like line drawing like portraits and i don't know why but i was like i love these stylized portraits me. and I and then i just had like fun drawing them because i didn't put a lot of pressure on myself doing it because a lot of my art i get like perfectionisty and it drives me insane trying to get lines right i won't release stuff because like 
there's just something off. And so there's something freeing about doing something I couldn't do well and just acknowledging that and being like, well, this is the style where like, if I don't, if I do it too well, it just gets like, like, I feel like if I just drew, drew like hyper realist portraits, it would just get lost in all the other ones. So I just liked having my own hand in it and having my own little style. And, um, and yeah, just rolling with these like kind of simple portraits and then yeah, taking them into the, the red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can't yeah, these, see, but he pulled up the Instagram account. Drawn models. Really? Yeah. But I think it's interesting that you bring that up because uh, art and illustration have this ability where like, you can make your own style. It doesn't have to be hyper-realistic. Mm. It can just kind of accentuate the items that we see in a person and kind of like how we build. I'm looking at Chance the Rapper now, mm. like the way his eyes, the way his facial hair is, the way he rocks his hat. These are all things that kind of lend themselves to make that connection. Yeah. Yeah, I really like drawing people with like very specific features. One, it makes it easier on me. You can definitely <laughs> recognize Chance the Rapper with a three hat on. I could have drawn him not even looking like Chance, and you'd be like, oh, he's wearing a three hat. Yeah, yeah it's Chance. Yeah, you automatically associate <laughs> it. Who, uh, who are some of the ones you've done so far? Uh, I've done Chance, Gambino, and um, Post Malone. Those are the stickers that I have. And then I've done Amy Winehouse. I have a Jeff Goldblum that I have not released yet. That's but, um, That'll be coming out soon. One. We have an anti-mic one, yeah, from Axe to Grind. Aha, shout, shout out to, to them. Mike. Justin got a, a holiday commission from me. That's awesome. And that surprised really him. Nice, yeah, thank you. I was. It was really cool to do someone like local. I have Ricky too, another local. Dude. I actually really like doing the locals. Did you have your buddy too? The kid I met the other night, Martin. Did you do one of Martin? Oh, I did do one of Martin. Yeah, he's doing this musical project. Oh, and shit, am I not allowed to talk about it? We can cut it. No, I don't know. I think we can. I, yeah, we can. I'll it. text him before we air this. Yeah. <laughs> he is a, definitely a future guest. He's a very interesting. Oh, yeah. Person. He, I've never seen a person where I don't know if he's in New York. Aside from Che, I can never tell if Martin is in New York or in California. <laughs> or like Brazil. Or Worcester. Like, yeah, or Brazil. He is everywhere, always. It's the, I'll see him. He's like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I got a plane tomorrow morning going to Brazil for like three weeks. I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you live this life? It's amazing. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. He sent me a screen grab of his travels that like I don't know some app told him and it was like he traveled around the world 1.4 times technically like out of the distance. That's yeah. freaking bananas. That's yeah, so right. That, those are goals right there. Seriously. Me and I my should... me and my fear of planes. Honestly, I don't have a fear of planes, but I have a I have a I hate travel. Like I hate Oh my god, I hate being piled together with all these people and like waiting in lines and That's my favorite really? part. Oh, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't mind traveling at all. I just don't do it. I don't know why I don't I'm traveling later this month, so you'll hear I about that in the next podcast. Pile in a van and go yeah. to the airport, and like, yeah, you'll get there faster. But the van, though, you see more of the that's true of the land. Sarah wants to take a train across the country. Oh, I want to do that for a while. Yeah, you yeah, can you do that Boston straight to California. To, so she's gone as far as Colorado so far, from that's Boston so to Colorado, which took her two days. That's awesome. I told her that the only way I would do it is if we got one of those sleeper cars. Yeah, because how badass would be one to fornicate my wife in a sleeper car driving down the <laughs> But two, just to have that like, room to uh, look out and enjoy the landscape and shit yeah. like that. Like, that looks sounds dope as hell. Dude, yeah. that'd be sick. I want to do, I'm a big fan of Seattle. Um, and yeah, I know you, you can take a train from somewhere over here, either New York or Boston, all the way to Seattle. Really? Yeah, and I think that would be really, really sick. So, Naomi, get on that. Yeah. I want to build a conversion van. 
If anyone out there Dude, knows anything about building those, that follow, was my goal for a really long time. Just live I'll out of the van. <laughs> it's like our viewfinder, I want to say, is the name of the account. Okay. It's, uh, is buddy, it an Instagram account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy from Providence, him and his, I think it's his fiance. They might be married now, but I'm pretty sure they're just engaged. Um, but they did that. They bought like a sprinter. They spent like six months or whatever. Yeah. You know, kind of building it out and turning it into like a home. And then they spent all of last year on well, most of last year, I think on the road That's and awesome. like their end of year recap, my two favorite end of year recall, three end of year recaps on Instagram. Number one was definitely Che because it was so long and so funny. Oh, <laughs> Dude, Che's, it, Che's stories are always good. I had to take that in five parts because that line was so segmented. It was nuts. I'm like, oh, Che, I love you, buddy. But I, I got to come back to this. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Like, it was just awesome. And then. See, there were parts where I was like, okay, definitely came to dive after. I was with him for that. Okay, tell me about this. So much art. Like, it was just, it was very, very interesting. Um, definitely the axe to grind one, watching those guys go from not being open. Into yeah, what they were just wicked cool. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it was so neat seeing the shots dudes. of like the bare bones store and everything, or yeah, the shop. Yeah, just watching like the walls. Kind yeah. of evolved, and now mm. there's art on the walls, and now there's even more art on the walls. Like, yeah, the walls are covered. Yeah, dude, they've done a real good job finding they, some cop juju stuff. So yeah. Aren't you up there a couple times? No, I just I have the anti mic right now. Okay. Um, and then I have another um, piece that I sold to Justin that hasn't made it up yet. I think Got it needs it. a frame. That's cool. But you know, Alex Dunn's over there. I'm gonna throw yeah. some more up soon. Yeah, was, yeah, Alex Dunn is there. It was interesting. Theirs was really, really, really awesome to watch. I like um, theirs a lot. And then also because I was in it like three times, so which you know anything you're in. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, you're all over my water bottle. That's, that's really? what I strive. That's like the, the biggest accomplishment of mine is when I see someone with like more than one of my stickers on their water bottle. I just I want to I cover have, the world's water bottles. At least two or three. And I think I have two of you on my laptop. Is there one of you on my laptop? Yeah, yeah there's, there's one, one right one. here. Okay. I'm going to face. I have your yeah. face on my laptop too. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the, the our viewfinder, watching their story go from, you know, them building out this their house basically in the back of a sprinter and then traveling the country was amazing. So. Yeah, I want to be what the hip kids are calling a digital nomad. Okay, nomad. It's when you like do work on the internet, but you don't have a home. Uh, so like, oh, like you live in a van. Yeah, I would. Down that's like river. my goal. Down by a river, down by a lake. Do you not know that reference either? I probably I down by the river. All right, no. <laughs> you don't know the reference either. <laughs> oh, we win. I live in we a van. You lose All right, that round. Shout out. Uh, leave a comment if you know that reference. I'm not even gonna bring it up. <laughs> I want to see how young our audience is. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'll explain after the show. Keep going. There you go. Um, so, wait, I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about, we were talking about, uh, talking about you. Yeah, so you want to be a digital nomad. You're talking about creating art. Oh, oh we're yeah. talking about the portraits. Talking about the portraits. Um, yeah, and then... Anybody that you really want to draw? Like anybody that you're planning? Anything? Anyone that you like, really want to draw? Um, oh, that's a good question. I mostly just want to draw like every single person at the dive bar that, that's so ever been sick. in the dive bar. That's ever been or like the regular squad? <laughs> I just want to draw, draw like all of Worcester. Okay. You know what? We should talk about that. It'd be cool to have like a wall of fame. So that was... That oh, was like, like a sticky pictures wall of fame? Like if you make it, it's like a, an achievement. That'd be so tight. Yeah, dude, that would be sick. If you did like little like... Like small ones? Like what? Like like three inch ones yeah, or whatever? Like, like, I'll just like little bang them out. Yeah, little coasters. Little coasters. Oh, that sounds like the weird. That's actually my rapper name. name. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my name is Little Coaster. Yo, it's Little Coasters. Was good. 
No, actually, my rap name is DJ Two Spoons. DJ, DJ Two Spoons. Yeah, I, I came up with it at work the other day, and I don't remember why, but I just know that I'm. I don't. I was probably just holding Two Spoons. I don't DJ know. DJ Two Spoons. DJ Two Spoons. Sounds like a Full House reference. It does kind of. It's. DJ. It maybe it was subconscious. DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. Oh. So you know the song "Lean Back." I'd say oh, I've said for a long time that if I made a song, it'd be "Lean Forward" because I have a hunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Saw that Joe were coming for you. Yeah. He's wait. He sings that song, right? I think so. Lean back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Um I can't confirm that. <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah. I can't confirm the living van thing. <laughs> On the river. Chris Farley. Oh, he's going to say it? You're, you're giving it in you now? Know who Chris Farley is. Yes, I know who Chris Farley is, yeah. Of course. So, um, you're drawing portraits. You, what are you, is that really all you're working on these days? Yeah, mostly just the portraits. Um, I have some other red and blue style illustrations. I do like other like line work, more um, in-depth pieces that are a little less simple. So those ones come out far less frequently just because sure. I need like a good few hours to sit down and bang those out. So like, but, um, how long was that a portrait? No, no, that was um, that was some geometry, which I really love as well. Geometry, red and blue, and faces, I guess, are like my uh, my go-to. Um, that was some geometry and some flowers. So geometry, like the math? No, 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 no just like shapes. Way less cool. Okay. Way less intricate. I don't know the math at all. I don't know anything. <laughs> geometry, like the math? Well, because yeah, like, I remember like, like, like going busy Fibonacci wall. sequence and everything. And you're saying geometry, and I'm like, I don't remember that being. <laughs> you're like, did I miss the whole point of that? <laughs> there's, there's two big ass diamonds. No, yeah, it's, it's just it's just Diamond a couple that, yeah. a couple diamonds and some flowers, simple okay. stuff. I like to keep it very simple. At the end of the day, yeah, I like to just you know straightforward. Like it just looks pretty cool. Usually, there's not a lot of meaning. Sometimes there is, but I just like to create things that like aesthetically are interesting. Cool. I love flowers. I like basing it off of nature when I'm going to do like the heavy illustrated stuff. Nice. And then uh, where was your mural at? Uh, Clark Street Elementary nice. over by um, Brentcote area. Yeah. So you call it simple, but I mean, I think there's a, a certain level of confidence that comes with making one small line and having that be the defining line, like placing that line and making sure that it's just the right length, just the right width. Like yeah, that really to me, consider that. I, when I do sketching, I add way too many lines because I don't have confidence in my line. So I end up going back in and it becomes this very scribbly mess. Whereas I look at a style like yours and it's very clean and open and there's a certain level of confidence. Do you find yourself like erasing and doing a lot of pre-drawing before you say ink? Or is it kind of like a, as it comes out the pen, it's done? I'm gonna let you know a huge secret. Oh. A light table is just a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, I got that when I was cleaning up my style like a, a few years back. And um, it's just amazing. You just, so so yeah, what I'll do is I'll go in like, if so when you see a portrait that I've done, I've drawn the actual face itself at least four times. Um, which means if I screw up, it gets really frustrating really <laughs> quickly. Cause like if I screw up when I'm doing the second color of like the final, I'm like, great. Now I got to stare at this face four more times. Um, but yeah, so I'll do it in like pencil. This is if I'm going full on like finished product on paper, I'll do it in pencil and then I'll either bring it onto the light table and go over on a new piece of paper in ink or sometimes I'll just ink over the pencil, depending on how I'm feeling. If I want a specific style, but, um, yeah, sure. usually I'll just ink over new piece of paper and then I'll ink over again with the red and blue on the new piece of paper. So it goes through, yeah, several iterations. So yeah, it's not, it's simple, but there is like a, a, and in those iterations, are you pulling out elements or changing the design at all? 
Yeah, sometimes I do, especially like between pencil and pen. There'll be certain things where like just as I'm drawing, either my hand will just kind of go to a different line, give it a nice little bit of better curve, or I'll just realize that maybe like, you know, an eye is just a little bit off and I want it to be like this way. So yeah, it's always kind of evolving as the iterations go on. Nice. But yeah, I've never thought of that. Like, yeah, you can definitely hide behind lines and I've done that. Yeah. Like the more lines you do, the easier it is to hide something, but... I think I force myself to keep it really. I, it's actually really tricky to keep keep it simple for me, yeah. which is why I think I enjoy this so much. It's kind of a challenge to like see like like what are the minimum elements I can break it down to. Like yeah. what are the least amount of lines I can do to still recognize a person's face. That's so sick. It's like a minimalistic design approach, and you you call them like a tattoo portrait, tattoo flash. But I even see some like early Sunday funny comic book or like really <laughs> like the cartoon, not in a in a disrespectful way at all it's like even those illustrators are able to draw a character with very few lines because they have to turn these freaking things out so quickly but you know exactly what it is with only a handful of lines yeah i'm always fascinated by how those guys can like keep a style and draw like 17 different people and make it look like the same style that blows me away yeah pearls before swine is uh, <laughs> done by a guy named steven pastis okay it's a, it's a sunday funny yeah no, and he I'm has familiar. these he has these oh my god it's the best one out there they're they're very That's sarcastic your, is that your favorite it's my favorite all right heart heart uh but they have these gators that talk but like lucas is saying he has all these anthropomorphic creatures but they all have that same style the the rat looks like it was drawn by the same person that drew, that drew the pig that looked like the same person that drew the crocodile. Really? That's neat. I like that. Yeah. I'm always very obsessed with people that like have a concrete style that's like very universal. Like if you look at Ghostbeard, yeah, you know, he'll, he'll draw a lot of different content. Yeah. Like from the, you know, the three bears on the side of the wall to his like globe smoking the, the cigar yeah, and stuff yeah. in the bag the money bag but you always know it's him yeah. he doesn't need to like you don't need to see his moniker to know that it's him which I, I go, I'm always obsessed with like and that's I spent a lot of time and the red and blue was finally like an answer to myself that I found a style because I just I love and admire anyone that has like a concrete style that they can stick to yeah. and just like nail it so that people know it's them that's that was awesome. that was like always my end goal I like that that's wait like- I want to circle back what's your favorite um like Sunday comic. Did you ever read them? Um, not really. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. I, like Garfield, I always thought was dope because like he's a funny cat and he just loves lasagna. <laughs> like that is like the dude is a classic. The idea of coming up with that character has always been very interesting to me. Like who they write that was like, dude, I got the best idea. Jim Davis. Is that who did it? Yeah. Okay. So. What was going through Jim Davis's mind? I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he was writing it about his own cat. I was gonna say, I feel uh, like it's autobiographical. It feels I love it. to a degree. Yeah, the main guy's name is John John Arbuckle. Okay. How do I know all this shit? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, so yeah, your memory is no, incredible. Like, yeah, it's it's not nice. I have this weird I trivial thing, but then I smoke most of it away, so I'm sitting here <laughs> being like, oh, that thing. Uh, there you go. But yeah, so. You like Garfield? Yeah, I think Garfield was out of all the the Sunday funnies. I would definitely go with Garfield. I know it's like the easy answer, but it's there's a reason why it's classic. Yeah, they're still publishing it. I mean, yeah, people which still. Is crazy. How about you? Mine's Foxtrot. Foxtrot you know is Fox good. Trot? Foxtrot is good. I love Foxtrot. I used to buy like the thick books from Barnes and Nobles every time I would go to Barnes and Nobles, and I had like Christmas money. Yeah. Buy the fat books. I probably right. still have them somewhere. Sure. That's my sick. favorite. I gotta reread them. 
That's okay. That's the one about the like, there's a little kid and their bigger sister. Yeah, he's an iguana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember any of the names actually now that I think about it, but yeah, that was my that was my jam. I would read Zitz for a while. Zitz felt like somebody was writing about my life. That sounds really familiar. <laughs> it was like it's about this like 15 year old kid, 15 yeah. year old male kid, and it just I don't know. He That's would come home and huh? That's how I felt about Foxtrot. Yeah. It's like somebody was writing about me. Yeah. What was that family one? Family Circus. Family Circus, yeah. Mm. With little Jeffy, and little Jeffy would run around. So I have a Those little Jeffy story. Uh, there was one time where we left our house and left the two dogs in the house, and my wife was doing a little bit of work. She had a can of primer out. And we went out, grabbed some dinner, come back, and the dogs won't, there's only one of them's meeting us at the front door, yeah. the bigger one. I'm like, little guy, where's, where's the little guy? And he's hiding underneath the couch because as I take a walk in, he must have saw a mouse or something by the primer, knocked that over, got his paws in it, and then little Jeffied, like the little dotted line through our front room, the kitchen, oh. the dining room, back into the living room and then up onto the couch and there's these like little white footprints all the way. If you come to my house right now, you could still see white footprints on the couch. I could point them out to you. I managed to get I'm them off the floor. The footprints. Yeah, I'll point them out next time you're over. Nice. Yeah. Had it already dried? Like was it such a... It was like, yeah, it was two hours or an hour and a half after it happened. Like it probably happened within 20 minutes of us leaving. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, lesson Sorry learned. To bring up that trauma. Don't don't put primer on the ground. Yeah, dumbasses. <laughs> so anyway, that's fantastic. That's my little Jeffy story. I spilled a gallon of paint in my trunk for powwow. <gasps> but get this, in your trunk. Yeah. So I used to deliver pizzas. So all of my cars, the skid plates on the bottom have fallen off. Okay. And rather than approach it with like a logical manner, when they start dragging, I get out and I rip them off the bottom of my car. And then I just put them in my trunk. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't know, I might put them back on. I never do. But, so I had a skid plate in my trunk and it spilled onto the skid. Is that what, am I calling those right? Skid I have plate? no idea. Like uh, the little, pl the plastic things under your fender. Sounds about right. No worries. Anyways, I ripped it off and I had it in my trunk and it all landed in there. And I took it out and there were maybe like, you know, like a quarter cup of paint in two spots. And I was like, yes. Locked but I, oh, yeah, I almost dumped an entire gallon of paint oh, in my trunk during powwow. That would have been terrible. Was, yeah. Because we would have had to buy you more paint. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was, it was kidding. like the last day, fortunately, so I didn't even need the paint. Oh, you right. had like the dopest trunk ever, though. Yeah. It'd be like your own Lemoore. Uh, thing, but just in your trunk, you'd have to make like Jackson a, Pollock style. Yeah, though. there you go. <laughs> so tight. I uh, bet you that paint is still wet. It was like a big glob. Really? Where is it now? It's still in my trunk. Is it really? Just oh in. no, no, the two sections. Oh. I actually, I, I put it's it like, out in Clark and I had it like laying out plate. in Clark, and it would just get drier and drier as like the days went by, and then someone tipped it over, and I felt real bad because now it was just paint all over the grass. Sorry. Sorry, Clark. That's all right. They cut the grass. <laughs> it grows. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Um, so you did powwow. Could we take you just real quickly into secret walls? I know you kind yeah. of talked about this on Pop It. Shout out Sarah and Molly. Hey, hey. Um, but just take us through. I know this was your first year doing anything even remotely like that. So like when you're up on the ladder and you're writing down doesn't. <laughs> no, it was your. It was your. That's what it was. Your. Take us through it. It was wild. I felt like I was a rock star, and then I felt really dumb. 
And then I felt like I was a rock star again. No, so, I, so I got up on the ladder um, and I was, I was doing a little section. This is like moments after it started. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. We like planned out our thing. Everyone was like, I'm going here, I'm going here. They helped me over with the ladder, put it up, maybe like four minutes in. So everyone's kind of just like waiting in like with anticipation and I get up on the ladder and I look back and there's like, you know, the whole, the whole crowd is full. I'm like, all right, this is dope. This is dope. And I start spraying and I get like most of it down. And then I realized, so I wrote turtle boy says you're next on the wall. And I realized that I wrote the wrong your. So I had to add like an E, but I had kind of known that. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to finish the rest and I'll come back to it. And like the entire crowd was like, you forgot the E. So I had to like play in the crowd and be like, no, I know, I know, relax. And then I got up there and I did the E and then I had to put an apostrophe in there and I put it in the wrong place. <laughs> so then I put the, the, the apostrophe between the R and the E. So then I had to turn the R into like a weird wonky capital R and then fix the apostrophe. But it was just this wild roller coaster that I took the crowd on. <laughs> just just to kick this thing off. I yeah, that. that was that was like the the opening. I That's how we that. started, right on the right foot. So if you go to the dive bar and look at the back of the mural, it will still says Turtle Boy. Yeah, you've heard of this. <laughs> it'll still say Turtle <laughs> Boy says you're next. Yeah, and uh, if you look at the R, it absolutely is a little bit. It's a little bit wonky. A little bit different. But you Fortunately, I was it. like I was writing it in like kind of a gross style to begin with. Like yeah. it's all like gritty and supposed to be kind of like hand done looking. So it it lends itself well to the style, and I, I'd like to say I recovered. With I think absolute so. grace. As watching you in the crowd, I was really proud of you. Yeah, I was working, but every time I've looked at it, I've never noticed that it was was off. So oh, well, that that makes me feel great. <laughs> I only know that even that like this is a thing because of the, I think the pop. Oh, because the pop it one. Yeah. yeah, it's the only reason why I knew this is a thing. Yeah, but oh, fuck, did they cover that in pop it too? Basically, yes. son of a bitch. <laughs> I listened to that episode way long ago. So uh, it's okay. It's uh, okay. I only have so much to talk about. It's all good. So congratulations on winning. Yes, that what was is, super cool. Uh, any other insights or? Oh, no, that was just wild. It was really cool that it happened and that I could, could be a part of it. I would love to see that happen in Worcester again. Yeah, that'd be rad. Did you connect with any of the artists from, like, any other Pawa artists? Was there anybody that you kind of particularly connected with or became yeah. friends with post? Yeah, yeah, Mary Murphy in Providence. She's really rad. Mary Murphy's super rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does these beautiful, like really intricate drawings. Like her mural is uh, birds and flowers. Mm. And she has these flowers that are just, she's probably spent four days just shading all these <laughs> yeah. flowers. Really? Oh, she's such a talented artist. Yeah, she's, she's fantastic. Crazy good. That's awesome. Um, Jake Merton was over on the same building as me, so we hung out a lot. He did the birds in the cage one? No, no, that was um, Scott. Right? Yeah, why am I drawing a blank? I can't think of Scott his last Walker? name. Scott Walker? Yeah, Scott Walker. Sorry. Sorry, Scott Walker. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He, he did the, the birds, and then Jake did the eyes above, and the, the Jake anime. has the anime the style. Anime, anime guy jumping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, right. the electricity around him. Oh, on the secret walls one, right? No. Oh, yeah, he did those. Yeah, he was on secret walls as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But so he was on the same building as me, so I hung oh, out with him a little I bit. I think I only seen two on that building. I saw yours. I so, saw... So if you haven't gone back, he added the eyes like last. Okay. I think that was one of the last things he painted. Yeah, on the eyes are like an unofficial thing. Okay. But if you look at that Scott Walker mural, it's right above the Scott Walker mural. Okay. And his mural is actually just to the right of Scott Walker's, if you're looking at it. 
Okay. You'll go look at it and be like, oh, yeah, this one. Yeah. Um, but gotcha. yeah, yeah. So he was on the same building as me. So I hung out with him a little bit. Got a lot of good advice, you know, as someone who's he's been in the game a lot longer. And it was really, really satisfying to hear him say that, like, so he's super successful, does a lot of in L.A. and stuff. And he said he started painting when he was 24. And so I was like, OK, that validates me a little bit. I don't feel like I'm starting so late anymore. You know? I'm 24. Aww. So it's, it Look was like, that. it was perfect. You I, was like, oh, I got a year on him. Yeah. Maybe even a couple. I'm coming for you, Jake. Dude, you he go. works so freaking fast. <laughs> he like, does. Yeah. Taking it back to the walls. He had that portrait of Akira or, uh, oh shit. What did he draw? Anyway, he had his, he had his thing done in like 15 minutes Really? and it took up this huge space and it was perfect. And they had the, the bits growing out of it. That's so tight. So, I don't yeah. think I have, yeah, I've never seen that one. Oh, wow. I'm excited to go see it, though. Yeah, you can check it out. I like Jake's poster that he did for Pow Wow this year, and it was... Super Sprint? Yeah. Is that what he called it? Super yeah, Sprint? Super Sprint. Yeah. Holy hell, that that's even better. So Ooh. it's a Super Saiyan. It's like Goku or somebody is full Super Saiyan with the blonde, and he has the Kamehameha kind of like, okay. I don't know, hands out, but it's a can. So it's a spray can, and there's mist coming out. That's so tight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then, yeah, like everyone else, I mean, you know, we're all super awesome, very friendly, nice. willing to give me good advice as the new kid. Oh. Um, Sticky Peaches, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Woski, yeah, all of them, they're all super cool. That's tight. Um, so aside from Pow Wow, what, uh, what else have you done, like artwork in the city-wise? Um, I had a couple pieces hanging up at the pop-up show for a while. Cool. Yeah. The um, Whistler pop-up, that was really fun. What else have I done? I've done uh, the live art auction at the Dirty Jaren a couple times. Okay. Shout out to Ralph's uh, Poetry Night. Um, what else have I done around the city? Any big plans for murals? I know there's a spot, couple spots that you're looking at, but you can't talk about those yeah, yet. Yeah, there's a couple spots that I'm looking at that I can't talk about that, you know, may or may not come into fruition. Um, but yeah, there's definitely plans for more stuff. Maybe, maybe even some plans for next year for Halloween. Yeah? Yeah, if he gets his act together in time. Yeah, wait, are you breaking this news to me now? Man, this is your news. This is the same thing you tried to do this year. <gasps> oh, but right. stores yeah. ran out of pumpkins. Oh, yeah, stores ran out. I had a, yeah, a hole. Well, I don't want to... Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Stay tuned. All right. Hashtag Halloween, wait for Halloween it. Halloween 2020. 2020? 2019. 2019. No, no, we're we're going to wait a whole other year. How long is this going to take? This is, this, is a, this is a huge <laughs> project. It's a two-year project. Uh, it was like a 30-minute project. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. So, art, hanging, doing it, portraits. Yeah. Do, I don't know why I said doing it. Doing, doing it. it. Oh, yeah. And doing it and doing just, it. Yeah. Doing it all. Doing it. Yeah, no, I, I really am just trying to do it all, though. Just trying to take as many, you know, opportunities that come, which I want to, you know, say thank you to everyone in Worcester because there's so many people here that just gave me such awesome opportunities. That's right. That was really cool. You know, I mean, I, I'm pretty new to this whole like scene as far as the art scene goes. Yeah. And everyone has been super nice, super welcoming. So I want to awesome. say thank you to that. Yeah, we got a good network here. Yeah. And it's ever growing. It's fun. Hit him with uh, some Stokes and Pokes. Yeah, it's about that time. Hey, All right. let's first off hit it with that awesome new intro from Solon. Stokes and Pokes. Thank you so much, Solon. Just in case he doesn't. Can you use the file I sent you? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're oh. golden. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're fucking Gucci. I was like, in case, Gucci? I saw him yesterday and he was like, oh, I'll hit you with an official one. I was like, dude, the one you sent was perfect. Wait, like, is that not an official one? I don't know, because I was like, we can use that. He's like, if I, yeah, I can clean it up. I was like, I think it's dope. Like, I like <laughs> it. It's like, 
is what it is, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll roll with that. Okay. Um, Lit. You want to go? Who should we go? You want to go first? You want to go first? Uh, you go first? My, mine are easy today. Uh, <laughs> so first off, I'm gonna poke because I like poking my, my thing first. I'm gonna poke <laughs> off at the dickheads that uh, shattered a bunch of windows around DCU Center, mm. down near Pigs uh, and Pigs, and down near the parking lot. And then I also really was inspired by Jess's, Jess Walsh now, she put up this really awesome post on Facebook about how shit like this happens. It happens in every major city. There's, there's so many fucking people here that this shit's going to happen. Yeah. Just because it happened doesn't mean that Worcester doesn't deserve nice things. It's true. There's a ton of people here in this city that love it, that really care about it. And just because a couple bad eggs come and maybe break a powwow fucking, uh, a sun house or a greenhouse or break a window doesn't mean that the city doesn't deserve it and like if anything we should all be drowning out the hate by saying this is just a one-off thing that's fucking rare that doesn't normally happen yeah look every day it doesn't normally happen so i don't know stop saying Worcester doesn't deserve nice things we deserve yeah. it we deserve everything and more 100%. Yeah, that was a really nice post. I read that the other day. Yeah. yeah she, she really killed it. That was awesome. So, yeah. Nice work, Jess. Sorry Even that happened like, to you. I, I really appreciated the way she, po- like, when she broke the news, it was just a picture of the window, and it was, like, bummer. Like, it was so, <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You right. Know? roll with it kind of thing. Yeah, it could have been, like, why, you know, she could have taken that in any direction, everyone, and, which would have been very understandable. Like, smash the window to her business. Right. Mm. That's messed up. Um, but the fact that she handled it with the chillest way ever was very, very impressive. Yeah, just but poise and grace. Which I would expect nothing else from Jess. She's the right. yeah. fucking best. So. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's gonna, one of the directors. Yeah, I was gonna say, of course she's gonna crush the way she's like, well, you know, fuck this guy, but like, <laughs> it could be worse. Right, I, I, most graceful F you ever. Yeah, seriously, yeah, it really was. Cause it's like, dude, you need to give them the satisfaction of being upset. Mad, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, it was very, very, very inspiring. She's, she's the best. I gotta say though that the sticky peaches, that's sticky peaches there, right? I always fuck this up. Well, yeah, but it depends on what you're talking about. So, oh, sticky monger win- is on that window. Oh, I always yeah. fuck it up. You done goofed. Yeah, sticky monger. I know, monger. seriously. And when- I'm the last one on the train, so you can blame me. <laughs> yeah, you're. <laughs> the sticky monger vinyl that's on there actually stood out better. Yeah, with, with the cracks. The- so, yeah. like, let's did, keep it. Was it you or Eamon who. Eamon like, said it first. Eamon said it, yeah. yeah. I was just like, dude, you fucking saw right. You can see it perfectly. But talk about more yeah, people focusing Eamon for finding on the silver lining. Yeah, focusing on the positivity. Yeah, exactly. Like, figures. Like the nicest dude ever is gonna come on and be like, yeah, but it looks so sick. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love you, man. Well, I want to get him on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we deserve all that and more, and fuck him. Yeah, let's get, let's just kill him with kindness. So the thing I am stoked about is uh, I'm gonna shout out Che Anderson because he told me this story back over the summer and kind of put me onto this. Um, <laughs> All right, so Charles Dickens, we all kind of familiar with him, right? I've heard of, heard of him. He's an author, Sounds like uh, an author. he wrote A Christmas Carol. Back here, Monday, March 23rd, 1868, Mechanics Hall. Mechanics Hall is 11 years old at this point. This is his wow. second time back in Worcester. The first time was before A Christmas Carol was written. So uh, he was here, he did a reading, goes, writes A Christmas Carol about a year later, and this is like two years later, he comes back, and it's a big, fucking deal like there are people coming in from boston on special trains like there are people from all over the place coming to try to hear him read this a christmas carol 
So it's in, uh, Worcester? in Worcester at Mechanics Hall. That's so tight. 1868, okay? This is not the thing I'm stoked about. It, okay. it, it gets better. <laughs> Dickens was a big fan of Worcester. He complimented it, but he didn't realize how big of agriculture played a role in here. So he gets here and the night of his re reading, the New England Poultry Club was preparing its annual three-day exhibition, which began the next day, which was in the Washburn Hall, which is right underneath the Great Hall, which is where he was. When the gas lights, when the lights on the stage were dramatically turned up right before his reading, the roosters downstairs mistook it for the sun. So they started like cock-a-doodle-doing, basically calling out. So in the historical, <laughs> the, the, the quote is the roosters raised hell. Oh. Um, Dickens raised the level of his voice. The cacophony lasted through the first hour of the reading. So in the, in the historical transcripts of Charles Dickens here in the city reading it, you can hear roosters like crowing in the background. And the newspaper wrote the article the next day, Dickens and chickens. And it's just yeah. the funniest fucking thing ever. Dickens and chickens. So yeah, Che had me do up a shirt that says Dickens Chickens 42, kind of like that Reagan style. And I, I really want to push it out and do more with it. But Yo, please do that. Yeah. Yo, tell that him. is so sick. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. I got to read all about this. Didn't know anything like this existed. That's awesome. So yeah. That is so cool. That is like <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever Ricky's mind is blown over here. My mind gets blown more on this podcast than it does anywhere else. Like, it, I'm not even kidding. We, I hear the craziest stuff. So oh I'm stoked about so how sick. Charles Dickens got interrupted by a bunch of chickens. I love roosters. That. I'm going to show up to your podcast next week with 300 chickens. Please do that. <laughs> I don't know. I, you might not be able to get them in here, but I'll find a way. <laughs> Mark my word, I'll Life find a way. Finds a way. Yeah, yeah, right. Chickens find a way. <laughs> so that's what I'm stoked, and that's what I'm poking. How about you, nice. Lucas? You got some ideas? Yeah, um, I'm going to cheat though. Okay. I am naturally an extremely negative, pessimistic person. <laughs> if anyone knows me, they're not going to argue that. So I'm opting out of the poke because I'm actively trying not to complain. Okay. So I'm cheating here. I'm not poking. But we're not complaining. We're just, we're just discussing things that could be better. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, be, I'm being cheap. I'm opting out. Okay. Right. That's fine. So you're your allowed poke to. is poking. Yeah, so your poke is negativity. Yes. You know what? No, I got to poke. <laughs> I gotta poke. It's, it, it, it's not letting me do what the hell I want. No, no, no. It happened to me yesterday and it's still a little fresh. So I live over by Kelly Square, so I have to. Yeah, see, look at what, look at what you guys are doing to me. Uh, I live over on Kelly Square, and so I have to take the 290 exit off of Kelly Square, yeah. or off of 290 to Kelly Square, and then you have the bridge on the left, and I have to make that left turn. Oh, and like every single time, people pull right up to the car in front of them and block me. For no reason. And last time it happened, I watched the green light that I was going towards change three times. Oh. So if you've ever done that, know that I hate you and I want you to stop. <laughs> that's my poke. All right. That's a solid poke. Yeah. And I'm hoping that uh, the, the construction will alleviate that for me, hopefully. Yeah. I hope so. I, I, it's funny you said that today. because literally going to Caitlin's yesterday. Instead of going how I always go, I got on the highway for no reason. Um, and I had to take that exit and go up. Uh, up uh, Vernon, and I it took forever to get out onto Vernon. Yeah, for, no it, it, I was like, this is absolutely the most miserable thing ever. Yeah, it's they just stop right in front of you, even though they got nowhere to go. Yeah, it's the Crazy. worst. 
right, so uh, stop doing you, that, people. So what are you stoked what are you about? Stoked? What am I stoked? Um, I already, I already touched on it, but just how welcoming, like the art scene in Worcester has been. It was for someone that's kind of new on the scene. Yeah. Everyone's been super nice, give me a lot of opportunities. You know, I've done a lot of cool things in the last year and like the last couple of years with Worcester wares and stuff. Um, but yeah, I've just done so many cool things and so many people have helped me out in so many ways that they didn't necessarily need to. Yeah. So I think that like the art community in Worcester is so tight knit and willing to help each other out. And I just think that's awesome. Nice. So yeah, my stoke is just the cool art community in Worcester. That's awesome. There's definitely a really cool scene here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like any, like any major city, it's going to have its detractors and it's going to have its negative people. But for the most part, the people that I've experienced in this Worcester art scene have been just genuinely positive and, and yeah. helpful. Yeah. They understand that the rising tide raises all ships. So like the more artists we have in the city, the more spaces we'll have to put our art, the more opportunities yeah. we'll have to make art commercially yeah. everyone tagging me and stuff and you know dming me with random things that are happening in the city that i could possibly get in on yeah awesome. super cool love it it's a community it's all part of that right. love y'all yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right ricky take us home all right so my poke is <laughs> it's only because i've been like weirdly obsessed with it so they announced the coachella lineup the other day <laughs> Which is cool. I'll never go to Coachella. It's not, I have zero interest in going to it. But I do go to Boston Calling and Gov Ball. And my poke is people complain. Like, so they'll post like, oh, tickets are on sale. And then all you see are like 500 comments. And like, what's the lineup? Yo, what's the lineup? And like, you know they're not going to drop the lineup. They, they drop the lineup in January every year. So Coachella announced that lineup and Boston Calling and Gov Ball have not announced theirs yet probably gonna come out by the time this episode's out or like shortly after. But if you look, no matter what, like, I'm, it's a, my poke is at the people who, instead of just waiting for the lineup to come out, <laughs> they complain about what other people think it might be. Like you're, I'm, my poke is at people who are mad about things that don't even exist. You can't be mad at something that is not a thing. So they're mad at rumors of yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're fighting over who someone wants to be on yes. it in the yeah. comment section. It's like, oh, like, who do you want to see at, at Boston Calling? And people are like, uh, I want to see the 1975, who are very much a band that plays festivals. And like they are playing Coachella. So people are like, nah, nah, nope, that band's not big enough. They're too big to play down here. They're too big. Like you analyzed a fucking fake Festival lineup. <laughs> and got mad about where the 1975 could possibly be placed on it. Um, is that that noise? This place yeah. haunted. That's, that's Dude, funny. there's this, this. We're back at Technicopia this week, and there's a clanging noise that followed us around. From we were going to record in a different spot, and now we're over here. And you know anyway, follows you. Ghosts. <laughs> Chickens. No ghosts. Um, I think I think this place is haunted. This place is dead. So uh, my poke is at people getting mad about festival lineups before they drop. Like, don't get mad. <laughs> it's you don't even know what it is. Yeah, like yeah. it could be the best lineup. Get the facts first. Uh, my stoked, however, there's a band called Roy Juno. They released one song called Holy. It might be the best song I've heard in a very long time. Okay. Um, it's super Excited. catchy. It it's funny, like, so I know the singer and the drummer and which is kind of how like I like by following them I realized that they, they were in a band before called Dreamer and Son who are amazing like unbelievably good live band unbelievably good 
recorded music. Like everything about that band is awesome. Everybody in that band is stupid talented. Then they kind of like started this new project, two of them, with another guy called Roy Juno. It's very like they played it in the first thing I could think of was seeing Syak like playing it in an arena okay. and having the entire arena sing back the chorus because it's so big so it's, it's like an arena rock almost no it's what's like, the genre like what would you call it, it like a like they're like a rock I mean they're definitely a rock band but like would you call the genre of, like Spy Kids 3D without your glasses on <laughs> <laughs> yes very very much so <laughs> Great callback. That was so good. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Um, so you, no, but they, it's very like 1975-esque. It's like if 1975 and like Queen, oh. if the 1975 what? took a Queen chorus, it I'm would excited. be this. It's I'm, so good. I'm going to listen to this on my drive it's home. Poppy, it's very well written. Like the lyrics are unbelievably good. Everything about this song is just so good. Literally they dropped it and I listened to it for about an hour on repeat. One song. One song. Wait, what is the name of this band and song again? Roy Juno. They okay. local cats? Word. Uh, yeah, they, well, so, I don't know the third person in the band. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I don't know him. But the, um, the drummer and the singer live in Boston. Cool. They all went to Berkeley, kind of, like, got their stuff together. So, shout out to Syak. Shout out to my boy, Josh P. Josh P is literally my favorite drummer of all time. And yeah. I was lucky enough to work with him. Like, so, he, we worked together at SJC. And watching him, aside from the fact that he is like unbelievably good at video editing and photos and like he has his own style and it was just, it's beautiful. His work was unbelievably good. Watching that kid play drums is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I've been at shows with like when they were in Dreamer and Son, we, we all like were at the show in Pennsylvania and there were people straight up crying. Like they're that good. Really? They're, yeah, it's unbelievable. This girl was crying because of how fucking good and like passionate this band was. And now two of them are in this new band, Roy Juno, and the that first song they released is, might even be the best thing I've ever heard from them. I'm, I'm gonna have to look this up, I haven't heard. I'm excited. Heard. So, my stoke is for sure Roy Juno's. Roy Juno. Yeah, Did you awesome. know about the Juno's? <laughs> Do anyway, what? Nothing. That's a. I think it was the reference it's, it's in like a word thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's oh, a no effects line from one of their songs. Oh, Did you know about that? Juno's. Anyway, so. I love them. Shout out to Fat Mike. Yeah, shout out Fat Mike. Uh, you know, come like, on our show. Kind of problematic, but, like, still yeah, maybe just a little bit. Did you know that? So, our intro song is obviously a no trigger song, and there's a picture, a like, pretty like famous picture of Mike, uh, Fat Mike with a no trigger shirt on. Really? Yes. So it's we, been used for like promo from no effects like for like when they play festivals and stuff like that it's pretty rad that's fucking awesome yeah pretty, pretty sick we so. just brought that full circle right yo <laughs> thanks no trigger dudes for not suing us for using their music yeah right <laughs> we haven't made a single dime I'm sorry we made $35 so we'll pay you back yeah we'll pay you uh, a fraction of that so 35 cents <laughs> there you go no you know what I'll be honest I bought that album again the other day the one? Uh, yeah, the full album. Because I'm like, ah, oh, man, these dudes are so good. I don't yeah. have this album on my computer. I'm buying it again. Yeah, bought it off of Bandcamp. I bought nice. a CD. Eight bucks. So That's a tycoon. fucking steal. Yeah, Sorry. Dude, super steal. Sorry, go ahead. I bought the Tycoon CD, obviously, when it came out. Um, and then I bought it again because I couldn't find it one time. And I bought it on iTunes to have it on my iPod to play at the dive bar before Spotify. So you're like well, a triple I, like, fan. I started rolling through Spotify. Today, so yeah, 
You're What's like, up, military guy? Yeah. Why your shit a Triple bunch? time. Yeah. <laughs> Triple fan. There you go. Um, last thing that I'm also super stoked about, and I know I'm doing two stokes, but oh, we're going crazy. As stoked as you want. I'm so fucking stoked about all you listeners, about the people that have made a point to come up and just say hello and say you listen and yeah. like compliment us on the show. We do, I don't know, I'm speaking for myself here. I had no idea where the fuck this thing was gonna go when we started it. And it's just been kind of this silly little travel thing. Yeah. Or whatever, silly little thing, but I don't know. You guys seem to dig it and that really makes us happy. Shout out to Lucas for designing our logo as well. Yeah. We, for some reason, didn't talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Oh so, fuck the whole logo! The whole oh logo. my god! So like everybody that got hints, that's why we brought you on. Yeah, that was the main reason, right? I said, Vicky, we gotta have Lucas on because we gotta thank him publicly for the logo. It yeah. was more important to talk about your favorite Sunday uh, funnies. And poutine. And, and then poutine. we want to bring you on to force you to listen to, listen to the final things you can't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Lucas, uh, aside from being the best, also designed our logo that you see on everything. So um, we're not talking about Ricky's face now. We're talking about that awesome logo. blue Seltzer Time logo with the yeah. watch or the clock in it. Yep. Killer. Thank you. Yeah, it's that was beautiful. a lot of fun. I was I was honored to be to be the one to do it. Yeah, here now. It was a lot of fun. Pins, uh, eventually stickers. It's funny seeing people like. So I have that pin on two of my jackets, my two jackets I wear all the time. And uh, I wore I was wearing my jackets while I was working last week, and this dude comes in. And he's like, he was the order of beer. He's like, what, what are your pins? And I was like, oh, it's like my, because I have like the Worcester like Supreme logo one, got from Worcester Wears. I have Rockefeller Records, because like, what's up, Jay-Z? Sign our podcast. I don't know if you can do that, but like, let's do it. Yeah, really. Sign our podcast? <laughs> I like yeah. it. Well, that'd be sick. Actually, I don't know if Rockefeller's still a thing. It's like under like Def Jam. So Def Jam, sign up. And then I had the, the Seltzer Time one. And so I'm like, oh, like you're Rockefeller, and then Worcester. And then I was like, this is like our podcast. He's like, Oh, I've seen that. Are you friends with Che? I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was just so cool to be like, holy fuck, we have a pin that, we have a pin with a logo that people have seen. Like that. Yeah, that's dope. And I don't know this guy. I've never met this guy in my life. Super nice guy. Um, but it was just pretty, pretty You guys incredible. are rock stars now. It's crazy. I will, I will say that life now. It, it's it's a different feeling, and I'm not trying to get too big for my own britches, but it is a definitely different feeling. I met that kid Sam the other night, and yeah. he didn't know who I was. He was already buddies with Ricky, but he was like, "Oh, you're Travis from the podcast. You guys were so funny in the last one, and it really sounds like you got your shit together now." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Like I didn't know what else to say. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I'm sorry yeah. the first couple sucked. It's funny, like having people listen to a podcast. Like, going back and looking at our numbers all the time. 300, like, almost 400 on that first one now. That's Let's like, go. That's Wish so your loves, you guys. There's it's, also almost 800 people that follow an Instagram of... Yeah, like, Poppin' Waters. Poppin' Waters. Like, that's so sick. So, yeah. We don't have Poppin' numbers yet, but we're chasing you girls. Right? <laughs> Women, sorry. Well, yeah. Well, I, I have no problem playing second fiddle to that. Oh, hard no. So, yeah. Dude, so I'm, I'm talking to a client. I'm potentially, I'm potentially working with uh, the Alzheimer's Association. Come to find out fucking Sarah's on that committee too. Really? Sarah Canal does more for this city <laughs> without credit she than, than, oh my God, dude. Yeah. Teaching, so she's raising the youth and then she's writing about them and then she has the fucking pocket. Like, dude, yeah, she's Sarah, you're, you're a phenom. Worcester's <laughs> lucky to have you. It's awesome. She's, she's the best. Like, what a what a positive force, too, you know? Fuck yeah. It's it's very, very impressive what she does. So, yeah, cool. I was just surprised. I learned more and more about her, and I don't know, I can't keep up. Yeah. I'm trying to be a mogul, but I can't keep up with Sarah Canal. Nobody can. She's just, she's everywhere. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. 
All right. That was uh, that was fun. Thanks, Lucas, for coming on. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for designing the logo. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for all that you do. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Love you guys. Thanks Where can people find you on the interwebs? Ah, uh, Sticky Pictures um, on Instagram. That's S T I C K I. And then cool. pictures is spelled the way it's supposed to be. How do you spell pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know off the top of my head, so I'm going to write it. Yeah. P-I-C-K. You should do a sticker of poutine and call it Sticky Poutine. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <sighs> I love you. <laughs> I just love, I just need more stickers for a while now. Actually, I, I got you. Don't worry, no, they're coming. They're coming. Don't you worry. You're the best. Cool. Um, that was fun. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been Travis. You can find me on the social at, at Hunchback Travis. I have been Ricky. You can find me on socials at, at DickChuck77 and at Seltzer Time Official. Keep cracking them cans, shouting out at Seltzer Time Official. We love seeing you guys doing Seltzer Times. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, send us all, anytime you open a can of Seltzer, you should be recording it. It doesn't feel right if you just drink water. Like, yeah, it's not an event. Yeah, you 2019. Need to, show people what's up. Yeah, make your life exciting. Exactly. All so, right, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. guys. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Woo. Sorry for partying.